Hey everybody, welcome to this week's episode of Thoughts on Demand. This week Mo and I talk about storming Area 51 and how the knowledge of aliens could change the world. We then tie that into The Matrix and how it should be classified as a horror movie, but one of the best of all time. One of us talks about uh, our guilty pleasure television show of Honey Boo Boo, and then we talk about some must-see television if you are a man. Alright guys, I hope you enjoy the show this week. If you could please remember to subscribe to the show, click that little button there, share us with a friend, one friend this week, that'd be greatly appreciated. And uh, if you could, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at COD Podcast. All right, everybody. Hope you enjoy the show. What's uh? What do you got this week, dude? Uh, Area Fifty One storming. Well, I oh, so I've I've seen some of this on the news. What what is actually going on though? Fill me in on the whole thing. So uh, the whole thing started as a joke, and uh, people like bought into it, and a shit ton of people like said well, they're attending. So they want to storm. The whole thing literally said like we they can't stop us all. We're storming Area One to see them aliens. Like, and I quote them aliens, like right away. It started as a joke and they yeah. just want to march on area 51. Man, so, national security like that. I wouldn't be willing to fuck with. Cause, uh, there are signs that says if you go any further, you're getting fucking shot. Yeah. I mean, so, you, you didn't live far from there. Like, you know, and it's different. Like it, this is a national joke, but I don't live far from area 51. You know, I'm probably going to hear those Gatling guns going off. You know. Dude, I think a lot of this stupid, retarded stuff that you see out there started as a joke. By the way, yeah. I just said retarded. I don't know if I – there's a dude that lit me up on Twitter because I forget how I even mentioned it, but I used retarded as like a verb, like an action. Like oh. it, it retarded something from happening. And oh. he's like, you know, it's still a triggered. slur. It's, oh, yeah, he was still triggered. And I was like, oh, dude, this is so cute. You're just so cute. How, how angry you get. Anyway, so Storming Area 51, they want to go out and just basically run over the lines. I don't know, man. Is it worth it? Is it worth it? Knowing that there's I, well, aliens, would it really? What would yeah. the repercussions be if if they came out tomorrow and said, "Hey, there are aliens"? What if the U.S. was like, "You know what? Fuck it, storm, go ahead," and it's all just a bunch of crazy weapons and shit? Well, I think a lot of this is starting to. So you you saw those Tic Tac videos come out, and it's like the 30th anniversary of what's his face, um, Bob Lazar. His whole story of him coming out talking about Area 51. He was just on Rogan the other week, and that was a huge episode. He, he was talking about it. And the guy has a convincing story. Like, he's really believable, and there are a few things in his story where, you know, basically it's like uh, he he knew a uh, atomic number for a, an, or a molecule that didn't exist yet. Like, it wasn't on our periodic table. And he's like, this is what the alien spacecrafts are fueled by. And it was found like eight years later and actually put on the periodic table eight years later. So there's shit like that. Like, how did he know? How did he know that that's what the situation was? How did he know that's what what, what was going on? But if he was really there and he knows stuff like that and stuff like that exists, why is he the only one speaking? And why has he not ever been visited by the men in black to just, you know? Well, he went to the news. That was the whole thing. I, I don't know if you know the guy from Channel 8 in I, Vegas, George Knapp. He went to George Knapp and they did a whole thing. And it went, I mean, that went global. It was global news. Oh, okay. I, so I was in, not aware of that. When was that? 91 or 92? Yeah, dude. I was... Mm. 
Yeah, but it was it was fucking legit global news. And okay. so that whole thing went around and and at that point, like what are you going to do? You're going to go shoot this guy? You're telling me the guy that you've already said like, "Hey, this is what's going on and and he's gone out there and said if anything happens to me and I die, they did it to me." You're going to go kill him? Man, you can't. If you're talking about stuff like that, if you're talking about that particular place, yeah, you can. <laughs> you don't talk about that place. Like yeah, but, but how do you, what do they do? Because if they make it look like an accident, then it's always going to look like a government cover-up. Well, always. Do you think they care? Like, honestly? Like, do you think they care if the people know it's a government cover-up? They don't give a fuck. No, and you, but you got to look at it from this perspective. These people who actually do want to, like, hey, let's go storm this, and they're being serious about it. How dumb can that be? Because, all right. You're going to go and you're going to say there are aliens. Yeah. What does that do to like the crazy Bible Belt people in the middle of the country? They are going to lose their minds. You think so? I don't because in there you have the crazy, crazy, like the true, the Bible is the exact word of the Lord. Okay. Right, uh, right. Th- th- there is absolutely no deviation. When the wine hits my lips, it turns into the literal blood of Jesus Christ. Sure. Yeah, I get. And what you're like, you're saying. all right, dude, it's wine. It's it's wine. It has a great representation to it. It, it fo- but it's not true. And like literal the metaphor. Ma- yeah, the metaphor makes sense. We get it. Exactly. So you yeah. have those kinds of people, and what's going to end up happening is you're going to tell them now, hey, guess what? God's not the center of un- your universe. There's aliens out there. Right. They. Are gonna do just what the right or the left does when they're triggered. They're like, "Oh shit, that that has triggered me to the point where I am now gonna go out and, and fucking go ballistic." No, they're they're gonna be like, "Oh, these are demonic. Uh, these are Netflix. Ooh, these are yeah. that's true. Yeah, that might be the other like, situation." Yeah, that dude. I literally like when I was younger. Right, remember when I used to watch uh, Glenn Beck way back when he was on CNN? And you're like, "Dude, mm-hmm. you're fucking weird. Why are you watching fucking news?" You know? And I'm like, "I don't yeah. know. She's cool." And then. Uh, so like so you left and the channel kept rambling on and it was like one of those like pay like quick commercials you know and it was the catholic church's guide to like you know et and spacecraft sighting and stuff to how their demonic forces trying to fool us so so there's already a scenario prepared for in case of you know because you know in the vatican they know stuff that probably the u.s government don't even know you know, the Vatican still runs shit. They might, dude. They yeah, might. No, maybe, they know. Maybe <laughs> that's what was burned in the Library of Alexandria was the proof yeah. of alien existence. And the aliens were like, hey, look, we need to destroy everything they have that's ever proved that we were here. And then they missed a few of those little paintings inside the pyramids. Mm, possibly. Dude, I'm in. I'm in. Okay, here, here's where everyone thinks I'm a little nuts. I'm open to the possibility that the pyramids were power plants. There's a theory out there that when the, the Nile River Basin was flooded and it was a tropical lush p- paradise, that the, the materials that the pyramids were built out of were a basically like rudimentary battery that could pull water from or pull energy from the water, kind of like a it's like a limestone reaction that they have, and you can pull like a very small electrical current out of it. But the pyramids are huge, so maybe right. they were their power plants. And as the society was growing, they needed to build more and more power plants, and that's why you have a ton of pyramids. Makes yeah. sense. All right, all right. I don't know how true that is, but then again, we don't know what technology they had. I mean, they were performing brain surgeries. So, so, so they must have had quite a bit of technology. They've you had know, knowledge. <laughs> I, I'm totally in... Look, everyone's going to think I'm copying Rogan, but I, I, I truly believe this myself. I think there's this, tons of civilizations that were before us that have completely been wiped out, and it's just been a reboot. I think they had technologies, because that iPhone that I have, if you throw that iPhone outside... Nothing, you know, it, it's going to be there for 100 years and it's going to be gone. If you're lucky. Yeah. If you're lucky. 
How and biodegradable so, is it, really? Yeah, so 5,000 years ago, shit's gone. It's gone. Yeah, it's fucking gone. No, yeah, I mean, yeah, there could be, like, uh, you know, well, what if this is, like, so... So there's a career I've actually, like, made contact mm-hmm. with to, like, to try to get into because I want to get into finding something, like, I actually kind of interested in. Are you going to go into ghost hunting? No, uh, software coding. <laughs> <laughs> developing. Okay. all right, all right. <laughs> you know, like, I just Oh, you're trying to learn... find the ghost in the machine, dude. There, there yeah. you go, kind of like so, uh, iRobot. Yeah, so, you know, but I'm, I'm going to be, like, a retarded developer. I'm not going to be an engineer. Like, I'm going to know, like... No, no offense to any developers, please, but you know we're not engineers. We're like Lonier, we, we, we need the background assistants. to be black. Can you make the background black, and we need a pink yes, stripe? Yes, exactly. The of it. Like, okay, I'm I got learn that. JavaScript and and, <laughs> <laughs> and the software engineers like speaking in C plus plus and yeah, all your these, level like, is going to be languages. that of like Friendster or a Live Journal. Yeah, like, like, all right, it's just a yeah, black screen with some the gray app. text. Yeah, it's Christmas. Change the colors to red and green on on the app. Okay, <laughs> I will. They're good job. Yeah, congratulations. You've made back-end developer. Oh, yeah, man. shit like that. So, <laughs> but no, like, what if this Earth is actually like a simulation? Hey, man, you know, like the almost like the Matrix. What you're saying? Yeah, like, what if, what if, what if reality is like some? But what if we're actually characters in a video game? Total to possibility. Here, here's what really would blow your mind. Then, all right. So, well, okay. no one would really necessarily in that situation choose to be homeless. So, if we are in a simulation, do we perceive homeless people because they just need to be part of that simulation to make what it if, work? Ex- you know, I've talked about that like way when we first started. What if I s- remember when I said, "What if we don't see the same thing? What if we're completely different things that just look the same and maybe share?" The same well, DNA. In this scenario, if we're just a simulation, you don't exist other than in my simulation. You were created for my simulation. And that's, we might, you might not exist in any other buddy, anybody else's simulation. Like, it's not and like I don't City. exist for the people that don't know me. I don't exist. If I die right now, nobody will even know about it. And it would make total sense because that amount of bandwidth isn't necessary. Then you don't have to continuously fake stuff and have stuff running if everybody's not in the same situation or in exactly. the same world. Exactly. So it's like you. Now, okay, I'm not an expert in neither physics or quantum physics or software develop. I'm not an expert in anything like that. But there is just a lot of weird stuff and a lot of coincidence that reach the numbers of like, wow, what are the odds of that? Like it mathematically becomes fucking impossible for this coincidence to happen like that. I know where this is coming from, dude. I I know what made you Uh, think of this. You've been listening to Tool. I know it. I know it, you son of a bitch. You've been listening to Tool. (laughs) No, I'm I'm on a strike until they release a fucking new album. (laughs) It's coming. It's coming, man. They're recording it. You want it to be perfect. I I want it to be the best Tool album ever. I I want it to have eight good songs, not like two really amazing songs and then eight flaming piles of garbage. Okay, so I turn 32 next month, okay? Last time Tool dropped an album was when I was in high school, my senior year. Yeah, is that 10,000 Days? Yep, 2006. Man. 10,000 Days was one of their best albums. They had Jambi on there. Uh, what is the, uh, They had The Pot. They had yeah, uh, Vicariously. Vicari- yeah, yeah, dude. So they had a bunch of like good songs on that album. You're like, all right, that was worth it. It was worth the wait. So let's see. We'll, but we'll in the same time, dude, you got to give Maynard a little bit of a break, all right? Everyone's going to uh, – we're going to talk oh music for a minute. Ten but, years. Hey, he, 10 released years a, for... he released a new Perfect Cervical album too. So, so in between that, you've had some new music, and then you also had – and I'm not a fan of it. I don't think it's that great, but was it uh, Pussifer or Pussifer or whatever? Yeah. yeah. Eh, and he's right. also an actor, by the way. And he's also wanting, uh, running a winery. 
Yeah, that too. So, I know he's a busy guy, but like honestly, <laughs> how long do you think it takes to write an album? As long as it needs. <laughs> okay. Oh my god. I'm giving that bullshit total non-answer answer. Yeah, that's that's like I'm talking to a musician who just doesn't know where to start. He's like, "Hey man, we we don't rush this stuff." Yeah, or or it's going to be that uh, 60-year-old guy who is now getting close to retirement and is talking about writing a book for his entire life and everyone's like, "Dude, when's that book coming out? What's taking you so long?" It needs to be perfect. How long does that take? As long as it needs, which means I'm not doing shit. I'm sitting around at the house beating off. Yeah. But again, back to the simulation. What if it's true, man? Or what if we're just all different species? If it's a simulation, though, there there would have to be st- logically, for it to work, there would have to be stopgap measures in place to prevent you from breaking out of the simulation. Although, if that's the case, you know that there might be a few rogue people, which is exactly the Matrix. Oh my God, dude! If if wow. What? What? <laughs> that if that's the case, man, the Matrix like is a legit possibility of what's really going on. Yeah. Why do you think when people drop DMT, you know, they say they like they go to they travel and shit. I've never done it, so I don't know. But I mean, I've listened to their testimonies, and they all report somewhat similar. You know, we all went to speak to some lady. We all did this. We all did that. And so they, they say all go like see you the know, Oracle, yeah, just yeah, like in the Matrix. Yeah, and the man in the high castle, the high Oracle. So you know, and they're saying that you know it's a gateway it's our antenna that has been blocked which would make sense why they make us drink a lot of fluoride when there's a lot of reports saying i don't like, think it it's destroys it, i don't the think fluoride. Gland. i mean yeah but you can choose not to drink fluoride and are those uh, people any more spiritual than you i, I mean know. if you're looking at it from that perspective again no, that's their people, simulation that's true that's true i i mean i but i don't think it's a fluoride thing i think if if you're really thinking about that you're talking about that okay that maybe sense. masturbation like let's here's, get a little spiritual, right? Like here's maybe really like what it semen is. retention. A semen retention. Yeah, like something like that. Like no, that's a big thing. People actually believe that shit. I doubt a lot of these people do what they say they do because they're reporting ridiculous amount of fucking numbers that they haven't ejaculated. Like yeah, okay. No, that's very. It's very true. You, there's like a, you can basically press on your prostate and it stops it from going and just basically absorbs back into your body. Um, that's 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 a true thing. Oh, see, so so the spiritual monks were right, and these people report not superpowers, but their senses are heightened. They're they're not, you know. I call the, total bullshit on that one. Yeah, I mean, I've never done it, so I wouldn't tell. I don't know, but to- again, total that's the simulation. That. If it's a simulation, that's but the no, sim- that's in, because the only reason you know about it is because that's in your simulation. I'm in your simulation right now, and I might even be a fully functioning person, but it. It's it's not all real. It's only real to you. So they don't exist anywhere else other than in your simulation. That's a possibility as well. Hmm. So I created semen retention or the guy who's in charge of my coding or Yeah, whoever's coding your program is like, dude, let's just mess with this guy and teach oh, him about what semen a retention. Sucker, dude. Right? And you're like, what oh, that guy dude. is such an ass. He's just So what if with me. what if that is God? Well that that's a possibility too. Because here you know what, man, here's here's where your coder, you know if your coder's fucked up. Giraffes. You look at that thing and you're like, how does this creature exist? It is ridiculous. It looks retarded. It serves no purpose. It has, like, it is just so outlandish. There's no way this thing is real. Because some coder was just like, watch this, dude. I'm going to make this thing a stupid long neck. Hmm. And he just stretched it out and he photoshopped it poorly. And then now it's a giraffe running around in your reality. Hmm. And it's, uh, yeah. Okay. But also look at, like, um, 
the females. <laughs> he's like, hey, man, I'm going to make this thing, this this beautiful woman. I'm going to put her together. Or because he's also thinking about, like we were talking last week, the SR-71 Blackbird. He's like, I like crazy airplanes. I'm going to code this awesome airplane into his simulation. Hmm. So then it's just, then it's a simulation within a simulation. Because if there is a possibility that we're being simulated, then who the fuck's simulating them? Ooh, maybe they're the reality. Maybe it's AI. Maybe that's where we're at in our, our evolution is that because that's the other crazy part of the matrix, man. It makes sense. We give off a ton of body heat. Why not capture that body heat and turn it into electricity? We power the AIs. They give us a good simulation because homeless people aren't really homeless in the simulation. Then if you think about it. Hmm. Okay. So yeah. it do, they don't exist outside of my simulation. In their simulation, they're just like you and I. They're having the time of their lives. But for them, they love being on heroin or drug addicts, so they're a heroin or a drug addict. Mm. But it works out in their reality because the simulation is still going to be positive. Right. Because we need the presence of homeless people in our simulation for developer reality. knows what reason oh reality right it, it, it gives you a sense Balance. of reality there's good right. yeah exactly oh, exactly okay. because Balance. if everyone's a billionaire you're like oh this how yeah. how is everybody here the world peace this doesn't make any sense in my logic yeah i'm not used to this somebody's got to assassinate somebody we got to do something fucked up this yep. is and that was what they said in the matrix in the very first matrix right. that's what the answer was yeah and you're like, oh, well, that, that does make sense. Damn, dude. Those th Whoever wrote that script is genius. Or has been exposed to something. Or has been exposed to something. Maybe they're like that guy that sold out everybody on Earth that was still like a real human for a steak. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I never heard of that, but okay. The guy the guy that in the restaurant, like uh, he's one of the guys. He sold out Morpheus and all them so he could be a steak and come back into the Matrix as a uh, rock star. Oh, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, it's been a while. All right. Yeah, because, I mean, we're not going to find the answers, no matter how. No. So, so storming Area 51, even if you find aliens, that don't mean shit. All right, so let's let's look at the alien thing, dude. So wh where do you fall on the, the side? Are there aliens or not? I mean, I've always believed that with the possibility or the existence of the idea of infinity, which they exist within each other's apparently there's infinities inside infinities yeah anything's possible i'd be too narcissistic to say yeah this whole fucking infinite universe revolves around us like, you know what i really hope this is well, this is this is my only hope when it comes to aliens i hope they're not like the aliens from alien versus predator alien I hope they're more like Roger from American Dad. Oh, that would be troubling for us as a human race because we're degenerates as it is. And if that's like this, the life, like if those people have reached that kind of intelligence being like Roger, then we're fucking doomed because we are like, what are we trying hard for? Look, we'll just get fucked up all the time and, and watch trash TV and, you know, which what's what's your guilty pleasure in trash TV? Off, off subject real quick. So my guilty pleasure for trash TV. Let's see here. Um, I I just watched that store or that show uh, Superstore, and it's awful, dude. It's a bad show. It's basically these people that are in a Walmart, and it's okay. all all of them just and it's going through the life of being in retail. And I've worked in retail. You've kind of worked in retail, yeah. And so you kind of get those stories, man. Like I'll, I'll tell you. Okay, all right. Here's another topic. That's my guilty pleasure for TV, and we'll jump back to guilty pleasures of TV because I do want to know yours. But okay. give me give me your worst story that you remember from working in retail. 
Well, I you gotta remember, I did back end retail, so I don't. I never really dealt with customers like that. I'm usually just arresting them. So. so here, here's the part of it, man. In the show, they have these little breakaway segments between scenes, mm-hmm. and it's things that customers do in a retail store. Like one of the examples is um, someone going to the milk cooler, opening it up, pulling all the milks out, taking the one in the very back, and leaving the rest on the floor and walking away. People do that. Oh, dude, shit! Like, uh, come on. It, it, Why? If, if you, because they want the one in the back that's fresher. So why can't they just remove all the ones in the front? Take the one at the back and put them back in a row. Because it's not their job. Hmm. So, it, the- so in, in this show, all these little breakaways are things that people really did here. I'm going to do just a quick rundown, and then we'll ask about your guilty pleasure. Um, let's see. I've had, I don't know how many times people peed in fitting rooms all over clothes for no other reason than just to do it. You'd watch them on camera, walk all these clothes in there. They'd go in there for five minutes, pee on everything, come back out. Hmm. So they no, love I've doing that. Yeah, uh, I had somebody shit in a fitting room, wipe their ass with a bra. I had someone puke in the plush toy aisle, all over the plush toys, all three shelves. I've had people open up bottles of Purex laundry detergent and pour them through aisles. Uh, I had a guy that had his testicles hanging out while cross-dressing, and I had to tell him to put his testicles away. Um, The common one is somebody who changes their kid's diaper in the car and then throws the dirty diaper in the cart for the cart attendant to pull out. Uh, I mean, you can go all night long. It's all kinds yeah. of stuff like that. These people are all anyway. I continue on. What's your guilty pleasure? <clears throat> Mine, I think. Here comes Honey Boo Boo. Oh wow! Yeah, it's pretty bad, huh? <laughs> wow, how how the mighty have fallen. Honey Boo Boo, is that show still on? No, it's not. What was the premise of that show? It was I a don't fat know, southern dude. mom I, who was yeah. putting her kid in beauty pageants. Was yes. she in the beauty pageants? Did she yes, ever win? Dude. I don't. I I don't see how she would win, but maybe it's in the south. I don't know. But dude, so you're I, saying people in the south have lower standards, or they're more accepting? They're more accepting, of course. Oh, okay, they're more okay, tolerant okay. and accepting. You know. Oh, that so, makes total sense. That's in line yes, with everything. I, I mean, know about you live south. in the south. You know. You know. You love it there for a reason. When I when I go to the South, people I love it there, like Miami, not Miami, Florida in the South, you know. <laughs> but Honey Boo Boo. Uh, All right, I'm trying to think of some other horrible television shows I've watched. Which, ironically, um, I was watching while I was in the South. Believe it or not, that's how Honey I Boo came Boo? across it. Yeah, I was in oh, Miami man. in the hotel board. The, the girls went out, and I was just like, ah, I'm gonna drink a beer and watch some trash TV. And here comes Honey Boo Boo's on, and I was like, I picture you laying in a hotel bed with your socks on underwear and a wife beater drinking a beer on top of the covers in the bed yep watching here comes honey boo well that kind of makes me sound like a fucking sick pervert but (laughs) maybe with basketball shorts on people need to understand that you i have showed up to your house in the middle of summer and we're like hey man we're meeting at 3 30 and i've showed up at your house at 3 30 and you're on the couch in your socks your boxers and a wife beater watching TV. What do you mean? It's fucking 115 degrees out there. Of course, I'm going to be my boxers. They're boxers. They serve a purpose. And the purpose is it's your last cover when all options are off the table. The AC's on, the fans are on, and you're still hot as shit. Okay. Take your basketball shorts off because they're made out of nylon and polyester. Make you sweaty. That's why. <laughs> Underwears are always got to be cotton too. My boxers. Oh yeah, ask women know that for sure. But yeah. still, I, okay, all right. So, but anyway, anyway, Honey Boo Boo. Uh, let's see. I I watched this show and I I had to finish it through called the the One Hundred. 
and it's a space station, and the kids got shot down to Earth because Earth was like polluted and destroyed, and I guess it's getting to be rehabitable, and their space station is is about to be destroyed, hmm. and they're supposed to come down and like repopulate the Earth. It was awful. Was that on Netflix? Awful. It was on. Here, here's why you know it was bad. It was on the CW. Oh. But yeah. CW, I think, made uh, G- Gotham, the show Gotham. They did. They also had Smallville, which wasn't bad. Um, uh, I don't like Superman, so. Yeah, but I you know what else Smallville. is on there now? Dude, your your favorite show is on the CW, man. Supergirl's now on the CW. That hasn't been canceled yet? No, man. It's in sixth season, I think. Mm, you know. See, again, I you know, I think this is just a lie. I, I swear you, you pretend not to know what's going on with Supergirl. I don't like Just Supergirl. So we, makes, what makes you think I will fucking even think about liking Supergirl? The well, whole concept it, of Superman you hate is fucking it so dumb. Much. You hate it so much that you <laughs> that know, I like, had to watch it. It's it's like those people who say they're not gay and they they hate gay people, like the the senators that are just like so anti-gay that you know deep down they're just on fire. Yeah, like yeah, right, yeah. Well, that, that's okay. you with Supergirl. Yeah. So so the thing is. Um, I think I think that's your reason. No, you, you know, you know how I even was exposed to that show because the only time I watch fucking TV is when I watch NFL. Yes. and NFL is on either WC or W whatever. You know, it's all CBS. It's always these like I'm always exposed to these like god awful shows that I don't know who the fuck watches. Bones, like, you know, Bones, Mike and Molly. <laughs> You know, and I'm just like, who watches this shit? This is so recycled fucking generic comedy. Like, it's not even funny. And be like, oh, I, oh, my God. Like, oh, season premiere, fucking Mike and Molly, season four. I'm like, how? Who watches that? Or Bones. We found oh Bones. My God, you man. know, like. I, oh I God, hate Bones. What I, but you know what? Show, I've seen an episode of Bones where there's a giant chocolate bar with the guy that played Newman from Seinfeld. Yeah. And the chocolate bar breaks open, and this yellow goo runs out, and somebody was baked into the chocolate bar, and all of their flesh and all of their organs has been liquefied, but their bones are left. Really? Oh, because when you cook chocolate, it's so hot that it's going to completely liquefy everything but bone. All yeah. right. Makes complete sense. Let's go ahead with this retarded premise. <laughs> okay, let's go. <laughs> Well, it's in, like you just you from the first seven seconds of that show when that th- or thirty seconds or whatever it is when that thing breaks open. Yeah, I'm, I'm already so angry at the show for being so yeah. terrible that I can't and, even continue forward. And then they fucking cancel good shows from network like History Channel canceled the Seal Team the sixth show. I'm like, wow. As the show's getting interesting, they pulled the plug on it. Wow. Yeah. I wonder or what why. was that? Um, that really, <laughs> dude. People are gonna hate this episode because they're gonna hear about these shows. That we're gonna talk about. I'm like, I want to watch this, but you can't find it anywhere. Uh, Inside Combat Rescue. Do you remember that oh, show? Oh yeah, I think yeah. Oh, that's <sighs> that show stuff. gave me PTSD. Yeah, that's fucked up shit. Yeah, I mean, so, so you're gonna have to the, buy it. It's yeah, so on for, the Discovery Channel, I believe. Was yeah, it so Disco- for people who haven't seen it. It is basically their their PJs with the Air Force who are jumping in and behind enemy lines in Iraq or Afghanistan, and they're showing you these insane medical procedures that they're doing in the back of a helicopter. And there is one scene where this guy has to slice right through this dude's throat to intubate him. And this guy is like still moving around, and they've kind of sedated him. He's in the back of a helicopter, and he's pumping himself up like, I got to cut through this dude's throat. I got to cut through this dude's throat. And you see him do it, and you're like, whoa, that is yeah. intense. Yeah, that those, is intense. Those guys are, you know, PJs. The thing that gets me, and, and they also, the, the hard part is throughout the entire show, they've got the, um, uh, what's the call that they have? Leroy Jenkins. And, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. 
I don't even wow. remember. Yeah, so it's just yeah. Leroy Jenkins, and every time Leroy that goes off, they yeah. they got something bad that they got to go to. So by yep, the end of the show, every time alarm. you hear that, you get stressed. I'm like, oh, what's coming down? What's what's going on? What's going on? Yeah. Where are we going? But you know what? That was actually like a very good wake up call for people who who somewhat have a, a prep mindset and have neglected medical training and medical knowledge. Yeah. You know, and uh, it was like a wake up for me. I'm like, damn, I don't even know how to fucking put a bandit on. And, you know, I'm apparently whatever, like I have a bug out bag, you know, if we go out or like to, to the mountain, whatever, you know, I, I, I like to be safe. I'm just that kind of person. I'm not like a crazy doomsday type shit, but it's it, really unfortunate that those guys, when they come back stateside, are basically the equivalent of a medic, like a basic medic. Mm-hmm. Where all they can do is I can administer oxygen and put a Band-Aid on you. I have a broken arm. Do you want some oxygen? Because that's mm-hmm. all they can do. Like, that's all they're licensed to do. But they were in Iraq, you know, innovating yeah. people and putting tourniquets in and putting in stents into, like, people's hearts and stuff like that. And you're like, whoa, in the oh, back of not, a helicopter. Yeah, that's not including the fighting part because a lot of them have to get in some shit, too, to get to that body, you know? They, you know, or the risk of just even landing on landmines or some shit. It's, it's fuck. Again, in the simulation, to them, that's like your job. It's fucking whatever, you know? Yeah. And if they die, it's like you fucking having a heart attack at work. Same shit. They, they don't view any different. They don't give a fuck about the risks. To them, it's just like, you know, if I'm going to fucking die driving home by a drunk chick or somebody texting blowing a red light, I want to die fucking in a fucking, you know, full kit doing something fun and that's how they see it no different all right so that show was really good that i really enjoyed that uh just kind of it, it came and went and you never thought about it again and yeah. do you know like all right i loved the walking dead for the first three seasons and yeah it was that great show, show. Turned, oh my re- god man repetitive so yeah repetitive man, somebody should make a zombie big. show well no somebody should make a zombie show that has a true ending like this is how the world either ends and everybody on this planet is dead, or they have a way that they've come back and they've started societies and they've overtaken the zombies and retaken the world. And that's there how your is... show ends. Who? Yeah, that no, not show. That was a movie. World War um, Z. Okay, so that's, that's but that's there's no show because if The Walking Dead started saying, "All right, hey, we're building these societies," and and Rick and them stay on the front line and they're, they're trying to kind. Of, after every week, I was like, all right, somebody big is going to die. They're going to introduce some other character. All right. Yeah. It's, it's just the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm starting to wonder, all right, they're they're now eight years into this thing. How long do these zombies exist? Like, because you, you see them, they're, they're all bloated and decomposed in a well, so obviously they're not necessarily living. So eight years later, these things are still just walking around as much as they were when the thing first started? Yeah. Here's the here's the great thing about not having a big fan base. Uh, it's probably, you know, I think the end of the fucking show is going to be Rick waking up from a coma after that shooting he got into it. And none of this shit happened. I'd be so angry. Yeah. Well, they don't care. Look at the ending of Game of Thrones. I know you don't watch it, but people are not happy. I'd... I would be so angry that I wasted my time with The Walking Dead in the very beginning. No, you series. should have not. You should have stopped like when we stopped. Exactly. Oh, I did. Like, I, I after season four, it's just kind of like, yeah. Yeah, I went through it. and I've watched a few seasons since then. And I was just like, oh, I can't even make it through this episode. And I find myself fast forwarding through the whole episode to the very end. Watch the last five minutes. Go to the next episode. Do the same thing. Yeah. 
and I've gone through a couple seasons that way, and I'm just like, I, I can't anymore. Yeah, dude. Like, sometimes my girl watches it, and I'm just sitting there. I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll watch it. And, the and it's the same between, shit. Just different scenes, different characters. Same the difference between that breaks. show is I can't go back and re-watch those show episodes. Because you have to watch it in order. You can't, There's not, like, an episode like, oh, that's such a great episode. I, I, I'd be willing to yeah, read it. I, don't know, I think man. that only Dude, happens with comedies. Yeah, of course. But for me, that's a nostalgic show. That show came out when we were, what, 21, 22? It's yeah. fucking 10 years ago. That show, the first season is that and uh, Falling Skies. That's another show that was interesting and they kind of ruined. Don't um, what is, Where was that at? That Wait, Falling Skies? Yeah. Falling Skies? I forgot what network. I think TNT. Uh, what was it uh, about? I just It was about Falling Skies, aliens invading us. Okay, all right. Let's go back to Area 51. (laughs) Yeah, very similar to Stranger Things as well. Some type of, you know, they they kind of take over our bodies to communicate with us, shit like that, kind of like Stranger Things, you know. All right. All right, so this week I was watching, and and it's it's no, you know, we all know who I watch. I watch Fox News. And they were talking about those George Washington murals that are getting painted over. Have you have you seen anything from that? No. All right. It's been all over the news, and um, surprised you haven't. So I was in the kitchen. I was just kind of listening to the news, and they're like, "Yeah, this school in I think it's California or Washington wants to paint over these George Washington murals." And they were kind of going off about all these people and how horrible they are. And they're like, "Oh, they want to just erase history, yada yada yada." And I was like, God, when is this going to end? When are they going to stop trying to just basically book burn everything get, or, and, and get rid of anything that they don't like in history just because George Washington owned slaves? And so then I step around the corner and I'm looking at the TV and I was like, oh, they should fucking paint over those murals. <laughs> Dude, they are so the bad. Hideous? Oh, God. oh, no, they're bad. It's George oh. Washington standing, standing over a dead Indian and it's a bunch of white people overlooking slaves picking cotton in fields. Oh, and I'm like, fuck. Oh, I thought it was like George Washington on the Potomac being very patriotic. You know, the good things yeah, about George or like, Washington. Yeah, like on the river, um, on the Delaware River about to attack. Yeah. yeah. And, I'm, and then positive. I look at these, and my mother-in-law and I were kind of saying the same thing. We were both in the kitchen, and then as soon as we saw these paintings, we are like, You're like, oh, oh, th- oh, you, oh, you know what? Yeah, hey, yeah, we got to paint. <laughs> the, the, those are bad. Those are really bad. Yeah. And it, it gives you that perspective because now I'm watching Fox News, and everybody on Fox is like, we shouldn't paint over these. And I'm like, no, that's horrible to be in a high school. Like, I, that, that's, that's really bad that in an inner city school, all these black kids are walking in every day, and they see George Washington standing over a bunch of black people picking cotton. That's fucked up. Yeah, yeah. So each side... I, here's like, that's where it... how you start building bad ideas as a child. Because I was fucking walking down the hallway and I saw that. I'd be like, huh. And then for the dumbest shit, somebody who happens to be whatever, Native American or African American, which I'm African American, or I'm North African American, but, you know, fucking bumps into me or steps on my shoes or something. And I look at that painting, I'm like, ah the good old days that's how this shit starts yep and then on the <laughs> other know? side of it they keep looking at it every day there's some black dude that's walking through the halls and like i hate those and white he's people. like just I yeah hate those white like people. yeah he's literally developing hate over the stupid shit you know no but it's I not stupid think, shit though i, I mean, mean dude that well yeah it's like stupid shit that it's being exposed for for yes. people that young that is stupid and, shit. and the argument to keep it is that oh it's been there for 60 years it, that doesn't make it okay, right. Okay, exactly. You're like, does that that that's not what we want? Is is an image being portrayed in America? Like, we want yeah, the strong like, American stuff. I want to see fireworks. I want to see American flags. I want to see. Yeah, I want to see I guns. I, I want. I want to see a stake. Paint a mural of a stake up there, and I'm I'm stoked. 
cheeseburger with steak fries and a coca-cola bam bam and then there just put you go. America right fu- up there. yep that's that that is my america it's the best fucking meal ever made if you walked into a high school that had cheeseburgers fries and a coke and it says like the power of achievement you'd have been a straight a student you'd be like every day you walk in I'm like i want that i need to achieve you'd have been a straight yeah a but the fucking vegans won't let me be so no no they'd be like oh that's that is not a a black yeah. bean soy based burger how yeah, dare you I'm- yeah I, yeah, I don't give a fuck about that kind of burger. You know? Did you ever I, watch that show, Malcolm in the Middle? Nah. All right, there was an episode uh, where Brian Cranston was the dad, and he showed up to this, this school with all these nerdy, brainy kids who were, like, super tofu vegan, and one of the dads is like has these tofu chicken wings that just, they're tofu molding it. He's like, do you want me to brown it up for it? And he sprays it with some, like, brown goo, and you're like, ah, oh, that's so gross. That's and that's disgusting. exactly what it is, man. I love it because I watch TV here, and on the commercials, they have commercials for Texas beef, and it shows every nationality, every religion, except for those that don't eat red meat, but it shows all these kinds of different oh, people. Oh, everybody cooking. eat red meat, all right? We yeah. agree on that. <laughs> and it shows uh, a bunch of different cultures cooking steak differently, and it's like, Texas steak, you know you want it. And you're like, damn, I do want a steak. Huh. <laughs> you're like, fuck yeah, I want yeah. one. <laughs> that's what America is, man. So yeah. that's what we should have up on it's these murals. fucking, man. yeah. But and I, it's 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 tough because in this situation they there is a, a segment of the population who cries wolf so much that yeah, now that. that when something really should be painted and covered up and I agree on it I think most people would I'd say eighty percent of people would say hey these murals are can not they be good. removed and like locked up in a shit home museum no, that nobody they're painted right on wall and it's oh, painted yeah, right nah, on brick get rid of them get rid of them you have take, to paint take over pictures of them if Bingo. you want to document them somewhere as a dark past. For six yep. years, that school administrators. Wait, where was that at? What school? What district it's was that somewhere in? Somewhere, I think it was like Washington. Is that was that in a red state or a red district or a blue? Oh district? God, no! It's a blue. It's a blue state. Oh, okay. And for six years, not one of them said anything. Well, they've been saying it for, I guess, a, quite a while. Oh, okay. They have well, been. And finally, excluding. now it's gaining traction. Actually, it's in the middle of San Francisco. I apologize. Oh, so that city has been left since it's inception so yeah. what happened well, well what I, took them so long when willie I brown was now, the governor I, why didn't I, he do anything I think, or now, mayor? I think now it's you're starting to get people who are actually going to do stuff with that and this is one of the things that came up i uh, it yeah. sounds because they had a lot of people talking people who are quite a bit older who have graduated years ago and they're like we tried to get this taken down when we were here and they wouldn't do it look they cried wolf so often. Here, here's an example of something nowadays that would not be allowed, and if they saw it, they would absolutely lose their mind. Like if anybody had ever, you know, if if if, if I was, not me because I'm not a puss, but if 90% of the kids that I knew or, or going to school now saw this, they would freak out. You've actually seen this, and you thought it was hilarious then. I was in college, and yeah. I took a World War II class, right? And in this World War yeah. II class, they made us buy a bunch of books for our uh, our required readings, and they were all like World War II, history of Nazis, yada, yada, yada. Well, one of them was Mein Kampf. Uh-huh. And I left a copy of Mein Kampf sitting on my desk. I had it as required reading. So I had, you know, sticky notes and stuff like that. It's a big like fucking that. book to be required. Fuck college, man. They had us oh read certain God. chapters out of it. It was awful. Was a... I was just whatever. Anyway, I came into my room one day and the book was over and I kind of moved it. And as I was opening it up, I was like, oh, somebody wrote in the front of my book. What is this? And somebody, and I still am not sure who it was. I have a good idea. I found it hilarious. They wrote in there, uh, "Thanks for bang- thanks thanks for being such a fan." Hail Hitler with a smiley face. <laughs> and so basically, they signed my book from Hitler, and I opened it up, and I laughed so hard. 
And so nowadays, if you saw that, one, you would never be able to laugh. Because if you laughed, it's anti-Semitic. You, you were talking about the plight of the Jews. You, you want them to die, yada, yada, yada. Because you were supporting Hitler because you laughed at a joke with Hitler's name in it. Right. And I'm sorry. Now you couldn't do it anymore. Then it was, all right, that's funny. I understand the difference between a joke and what people are really thinking. I guess that kind of turns into the whole Trump thing this week, too, where they're like, oh, he called you know these four girls racist. I or called him, you know, or he was racist comments. And I was like, because he told him to leave if they don't like our country. Oh, that's what. I, yeah. So yeah, that's Th- so, how's that racist? Well, it is in a sense of the left because what he said can come out as racist because he's talking about geographical locations and places of birth of certain people. So racist being involved. But is he wrong about what he said? And I and I'm like trying to like find the tweets in order because of course it was taken out of context of course he's racist the racist tweets and everybody's running i read the tweets i was like so he's basically saying listen you come from dog shit country shut the fuck up be happy here and stop fucking complaining so much and if you're so good why don't you go serve your people that you're working fucking so hard for here that's basically what his intentions are like you know what if you don't like here, you can fuck off the system is fine yeah, you know who I actually – and I've really started to enjoy this guy's tweets and, and kind of what he says is the one-eyed guy, Dan Crenshaw. And I know I've brought him up on a few other shows, but it's it's very thought out. It's very logical. It's very even-keeled. It's very, hey, it doesn't matter what side you're on as long as it's more of the right thing to do. Let's do the right thing. Dude, that guy's a fucking pirate, dude. That guy's a fucking seal and a fucking – he has one eye. He wears a fucking patch. Dude, that dude is fucking- From here on out? I'm his yeah. biggest supporter. If that dude runs for president, I will. I will he go will out run and walk for president. He probably I hope will he does. Win. <laughs> I hope he does. Is he old the way enough he... to run for president? I don't think he's I old enough. I don't think he's old enough yet. He's actually fucking young. I think he's like 38. But yeah. I'll tell you right now, dude. That guy, the way he handled that whole thing on Saturday Night Live when they made a dig at him, he's like, "Hey, dude, it's a joke. All right, I can take a joke. Can right? I come on. Yeah. I was like, Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. It was so refreshing. It was like coming in out of the 110 degree weather and having a cold glass of water with a beer next to it. Dude, like, it was just a fucking wow. seal. Yeah, he's a fucking seal. You think he gives a fuck about some degenerate making fun of him on a show that people barely watch? He's like, oh man, this is good fucking publication. Like, you want to take shots at me? All right, I'll come to your fucking home turf and I'll fuck you up. <laughs> he's 35. He's 35. 35. Yeah, he's, I don't this think... dude, I feel like he is way more accomplished than me, and he is not much older than I am. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely. <laughs> I look way at more... this guy, and I'm like, he is so much more of a man than I am. <laughs> oh yeah, but I'll yeah. put this out there, Dan. If you ever want to be on the show, let us know. We'll get yes, you. Yes, yes. I, I would love to time. have him on because he is just such a badass. Yeah, you know, I, I... I think he's slightly overlooked. Yeah, I know, and uh, no, he's not. I was listening to a, a podcast the other day, man, This American Life, and they were going through and going, uh, doing interviews and following around all of the uh, Democratic candidates. And one of the funny things that I saw w- or that they were talking about is Beto O'Rourke and that how people go to his campaign rallies and they're like, I'm excited to see him. I really like this guy. And then when they're pulled after they leave, they're like, what do you think about him? They're like, we like him less now that we've actually come to see him. Uh, oh. Screw it. We're no longer voting for him. Oh, okay. That's like Eric <laughs> Slawill or whatever, the guy who like decided to create his whole platform anti-AR-15. I don't know. That's going to go far. He's that's the his first whole platform? To, that was his whole platform. Not even Anti-NRA. talking about education, nothing. not families, not medicine, nothing. not economy. AR, just... nothing. Okay. All right. AR-15, 
This is the hard part. This is the so messed up part. He better start hoping for just massive terror attacks on a daily basis with AR-15s. That's yeah. the only way his platform is going to work. He needs to have. No, probably... he dropped out. He's the first to drop. Oh, he's done. oh okay. All yeah, right. He's done. All right. He realized. He's smart enough to think like, oh, okay, the the people, are, the public is not buying this shit right now. No, no. They they're they're buying things like. Um, tearing down civil war statues and people whose feelings are hurt because they wore angel wings to school and were teased um like dude i it's 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 people who are so overly sensitive i don't know if i told you this i thought it was hilarious my nephew had a project that he had to do and he went to school and for the project he was supposed to be like what's a website about marketing blah 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 and he came up with cornhub a site where you could go buy and sell corn and you could also rate view and look at corn Cornhub, and the teacher said it was too close to a adult website's name and was not appropriate for school. Dude, he's a junior in high school. Mm. They were so offended. He got RPC'd for doing his project because the name of his project was too close to that of Pornhub. He's a fucking junior in high school. Mm-hmm. That's it's not you know what you know what's the first school I went to when I moved to the states in in Vegas. Oh what? You know we were fuck it was middle school. It was like my last okay. semester in eighth grade. Is uh, Kenny Gwynn the Trojans? Now what's okay. more sexual than the fucking Trojans? Seriously, everybody must have been talking about it. You guys must have had just rubbers everywhere. Like it's fuck yeah yeah right. That's what you think. And you know what colors we were to? We were fucking blue. Okay, is that white and blue? Yeah, there's All blue right. right? blue trojans yeah what's the significance of the blue well i don't know blue balls blue balls yeah blue balls trojans and blue balls you gotta bust inside the trojan have you ever had like a true case of blue balls oh yeah oh yeah man it's happened twice in my life yeah i didn't realize how painful it could be yeah it's fucked up and it's not like and when you have to when you finally get rid of it like it doesn't feel good but it is less bad. Well, it relaxes. That release is different, though. That's kind of like, oh, my God, I can breathe. Because you can't breathe sometimes, you know? Man. Yeah. It, it, why, why would your body need that evolutionary thing? What, what good does that do for your body? Now, imagine getting blue balls from just looking at a chick. What? Is that yeah. possible? No. But imagine... <laughs> We are fucking playing some games earlier, and I was telling Tommy, you know, at Mabu Chess, I was joking with him, and I was uh, saying, now oh, you probably, you know, you look at your girlfriend, and, like, you have, like, an odd, weird disease that your balls just get filled up with massive amounts of loads of cum that have to come out, or you start getting, you know, Wow, sensitive. this took a turn for the homoerotic. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's like, oh, you're fucking sick. I'm like, hey, man, you know. Because he's always gone when he pees. We're waiting on him to start a match, you know. And he's just, he's gone. So one of the guys that we play with, he's like, dude, he's rubbing one out. There's no way. There's no way it takes that long to pee. How how big is this guy's bladder? He's probably taking a shit and just doesn't want to tell you. He's like, oh, I'm embarrassed oh, yeah, that I have to do a bunch of shit. fucking toxic guys who are constantly telling each other how trash they are at the game are going to care. It's like, yo, I got to take a shit. Come on, dude. We don't use Gillette products. <laughs> Dude, but you can't escape Gillette. They're I too can. big, man. What do you use to shave now? I can't find anything oh, that's not dude, made by my Gillette. Bla- I use uh, H razor, safety razor. Okay. And my, and my blades are made from uh, the shark blades from in Alexandria, Egypt. 
I had no idea. It just they had a hundred for eight dollars when I bought them. I'm like, I wonder who still makes this. And I look, and it's just like, oh, made in Alexandria. I'm like, okay, they make it in Alexandria. Funny. Now I know I won't have a shortage if I ever go to Egypt and I want to shave. Yeah, I was using uh, sword blades in a safety razor as well. I like yeah, that single sword, blade safety yeah. razor. Yeah, oh, those I are bought, the best. I found a thousand blades on Amazon for eighteen dollars. I bought them ten years ago, and I'm still working through them. So you still use the H, the safety razor? Oh yeah, dude, I use that safety razor. But here, the safety razor is from Art of Shaving, which is owned by Gillette. Oh no, mine is some generic Chinese shit. I think a lot of people have kind of fallen off that Gillette boycott. I think we should re-up that. In fact, I'm going to yeah, post that no, on Twitter rem- tonight. Re-up yeah. the uh, Gillette re- boycott. Keep it going. Yeah, fuck them, dude. You know, I'm, I'm. Uh, it's not, it's not even personal. I just, you know, fuck them. Why would you do something like that? Because they don't want boys to be boys anymore. Okay, well, that's their fucking problem. Don't tell us that. Wait until this generation fucks off in the next big world war, and then you can start your bullshit. But while we're alive, we don't like that shit. I had the wonder the other day. So one of the fun things about being a boy, I think, is wanting to, like, learn how to drive and go out and go fast, all that kind of stuff. And I was thinking, am I even going to have the ability to teach my kid how to drive anymore? Because now that automated cars are coming up, I don't think that's ever going to happen. Maybe, like, he's going to have to get a special license to race carts. That's about as close as he's yeah. going to get. As far as you're going to have to get a license to learn how to use Lyft. Like, you have to have a special permit. Did you get? Did you go through your Lyft uh, learner's permit? Did you get your Lyft learner's permit? Yeah. yeah. You know how to use that app? Okay, good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, man. I, I, like, the other parts of being a boy are, are just wrestling with the neighborhood kids or fighting with your brother, that kind of stuff. Because you learn how strong you are. You have to have that t- that tactile feel. You know, okay, the first time I get punched, you know, how strong am I? So that when situations come up, you know how much force to use. Yeah. You know, or it's it's the other stuff that kind of gets me of, I'm going to go fix something, all right, or I'm going to go play with fire, whatever it might be. Like, there's a bunch of stuff that guys just have to do. That's what sports are for. Um, but there's also that social aspect of it too, man. And I, I see all these people who talk like a big game. I don't think they've ever been punched in their mouth. Yeah. I've been shot at or anything. Yeah, that's true. And that's when, you know, like, you know, I don't fuck. I hate violence. Like, I don't I don't like fucking violence. And I don't like violence in the sense like I don't watch UFC. I don't watch boxing. I don't care for martial arts. And the few things that I like that are violent are usually historical or, you know, for entertainment, you know, like video games. And even the games I play are not really violent, not in the sense of violence that people commit, you know. Like some sick shit, but uh, so I also understand. So you come down on video games? So where, where, I, I think, bro, you know what? I am a guy who's been playing since he could. Yeah, but you violence know? in video games? No, I'm not a violent if, if you, person. But do you I think played... if you play violent games, no, that it nothing. could make you violent? Do you think there no. are people who have a propensity toward violence that video games no. makes that more bullshit? No. Or are you in the camp that you think if you play a violent video game, it actually kind of gets rid of some of the the violent feelings that you have listen all video gaming is no different than educational and sports that's why it's called esports all right a lot of people the nerds especially you know not the jocks have a problem being socially accepted growing up because they don't participate in a lot of school spirit stuff all their shit is the geeky stuff right Mm -hmm. 
Now video games have leveled the, f the playing field. Now you don't have to fucking grind so hard to be a basketball player. You know, you're already tall as shit. Your stride is long, you know, football, soccer, baseball, whatever, you know. There are options for you if you're not physically enhanced to compete in sports like that, you know. And that's so esports. Do you think that video games give you the ability to think like you would if you actually played the sport physically? Yeah. Does football make you violent? Does rugby make no, you violent? No, no. But what I'm saying is, when you're so, I I think that sports. If you if you play sports, whether it's um, organized team activities or even if you're playing just football in the street with your friends at home. Yeah. When you're playing sports, you have a physical component where you're thinking about trying to compete and outdo the person that you're playing against. So if you're playing yes. as a receiver, you're trying to think of how do I, with my physical ability, maybe you're a little slower, maybe maybe you're a little faster, how with my yes. physical ability do I beat the person in front of me? Yes. Now you're saying that when you're playing when you're playing video game sports, even though you're not physically doing that, that you're action. mentally preparing, you're mentally, you're mentally alert, it. you're mentally aware, you're in a, a state of focus that okay. people have much easier time with than reading a book. And so to me, that ties in that when you do play sports on a regular basis and have the competitive thoughts and that kind of stuff, it makes you think differently in the rest of your life as well. It you does. can then tie it to work. You can tie it to school. You can tie it to social uh, you know, events. It so does. with that being said, the people who are playing video games, you feel that it ties it all together just as if they it were does. playing now, it yes, in the real now world. People, now, now you have athletes like, like Neymar. You know who Neymar is, the Brazilian mm -hmm. soccer player. Dude, he streams more than he fucking plays soccer now. Wow. Yeah. You know, like it used to be the order was, you know, fucking movie stars want to be rock stars and rock stars want to be fucking soccer stars, you know, because mm -hmm. that's like the highest level. Now fucking athletes like high end athletes like top notch in NBA, uh, Premier League, MLB are actually, you know, streaming themselves competing in Fortnite and Apex Legends and Call of Duty Black Ops 4, you know. And these are the people that everybody wants to be because there's nothing better than being a fucking athlete. All right. I don't give a fuck being an actor. This shit sounds depressing to me. You got to be somebody different and lie all the time. It's a toxic environment. Apparently, it's all sexual predators, too, and weird child molesters. So fuck that. But being an athlete, you know, especially if you play in the big leagues, in the big clubs, you know, what's better than that? What's better than being David Beckham or fucking Cristiano Ronaldo or Lionel Messi? Or, uh, very little. Yeah, you know, like very little. And that's like literally like, you know, now for a lot of people, they think being Brad Pitt or being an actor, like for the sake of art and entertainment, I get it. I understand. But when these people are now taking the extra time to stream to show their video game skills, they're telling you like, fuck, these gamers are ahead of us. Look at us. We're fucking trash at this. And this is what's in. People care about this more. That's why eventually sports are going to die. Like, I hope you know that. Maybe one or two will survive. I don't think so, because there's still You'll that see. physical need out there. And and again, dude, so certain no, sports... No, not if Gillette keeps bumping fucking commercials <laughs> right. like that, and certain they own a sports, stadium. Certain sports, though, certain sports have certain body types, cultures, and everything else that go into it. Because the, the bowling is still a sport. Football is still a sport. Lacrosse, cricket, you know, there are certain yeah, cultures that it, love but, these things. But see, these are sm these are things like cricket is already like for America is not a sport because we don't care who are the biggest. Oh, that's where you live. That's where you live here. Cricket is huge. Do people talk cricket here? What? I have a huge Indian community. Ah, 
Yeah, okay, because fuck you. I mean, there are, there are cricket leagues everywhere. You drive around in the summer, and there are cricket leagues at parks on the weekends everywhere. I, you know, I actually pulled the fucking highlights of the India-Pakistan game because it's just such a hype over, like, them playing. And India did fucking destroy them. And, you know, uh, but I don't care for cricket. To me, that's nothing on my radar. But Man, as the future progresses... I, I have to ask somebody if a cricket star in India is the biggest celebrity. Because, uh, yeah, there's a documentary I mean, if we're gonna go about off, Netflix. You yeah, don't have to ask go, anybody. If we're going to go stereotypes... Indians are not necessarily the most physically, like sport people. They they're not a huge sports culture. Yeah, but cricket is huge and oh, soccer. They love it. Yeah, soccer if they, too. If you were like a pro cricket player who won the cricket World Series or whatever the hell they call it every year, and you're like the Tom Brady of cricket, you couldn't go anywhere in India. They probably all no, would love yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Just watch the documentary on Netflix regarding that. But what's but it called? I'm, I'm gonna have to find that. Yeah, I'll, I'll send it to you. They have one, you know, but. In the future, maybe sports may not die, die in the sense of we think death is, but you will see an equivalent airtime and demand for esports competition in games like Call of Duty, oh, you, Fortnite. I think you're absolutely right. Overwatch. Uh, you're whatever. seeing that stuff now. Uh, there Apex are places Legends. that sell out auditoriums and, and have huge events for Madden. Yeah. Look, look at the Madden game every year. How many people yeah. show up to that event? That's just Madden. Madden is old news. That's a game that nobody really cares for as far as streaming or watching. I'm talking about the games that for the number one source of watching video games that they are they are they have the most viewers right now. You go on and it tells you a list of the top view games worldwide. So what US. I'm starting to think is maybe I should go and start to become a gamer and go to that level. Because you know what, man? I was, I was good at games. Give me a little bit of time. I can catch up. Bro, you know what? I've been telling people, Dustin has been really grind, like railing me on playing this game, Overwatch, and I finally got in competition level with him. These kids are making a ridiculous amount of money. And that's why I chose developing too. Because I'm like, listen, I can like work from home. As long as I have my laptop, I can work. And I can have time to game because you know what? I'm I'm gonna do something with like esports. That's no, a great I'm just idea. kidding. I'm, but I'm I'm not gonna try. But I'm definitely like when I'm gonna play, I'm gonna be more competitive. Just because like right now Fortnite they have an open million dollar tournament. Enter if you have two more people. Enter. You if should you play can... it like as a job. That is my job. I'm gonna play. I'm gonna try to get better. Figure it out. Yeah, that's. No, because I have other stuff. I got to go to the, the, the coding camp and take care of that because that's a priority because that has to be my income, you know. So gotcha. because, yeah, no, I told you things have to change. So. Well, that's probably a pretty good place to wrap it up. So, all right, everybody, thank you for listening to this week's episode of Thoughts on Demand. If you could, please like the show, follow us on Twitter at TOD Podcast. Uh, also, like us on Facebook. If you'd like to reach out to the show, it's Thoughts on Demand Show at gmail.com. Until we see you next week, thanks. Thoughts on Demand.